Mandy Yakich from Creative Matters, and you're listening to Creative Matters On Air, where I have conversations with new and established artists from around New Zealand. I love to listen to artists' stories and learn about their creative process, and maybe you do too, which is why I've made this podcast, to inspire, inform and educate. I hope you can take away something positive and encouraging from each of these amazing stories to help you on your own creative journey. Hi, and welcome to Creative Matters, episode 22. Thank you so very much for listening. I really do appreciate all your support. Today I'm talking to Donna Massey. Donna is an established full-time artist living and working in Riverhead, Auckland, New Zealand. Her oil paintings are easily recognised for their vibrant, crisp images and bold colours. It never occurred to Donna that she could have a career as an artist. She left school to work in a bank, where she stayed for 20 years, and it wasn't until 2004 that she discovered what she wanted to be when she grew up, and she hasn't looked back since. Donna's love of New Zealand is evident in her paintings. She is madly passionate about the outdoors, in particular the ocean, and is always keen on an adventure. These activities take her to destinations around New Zealand that end up as motivation and inspiration for her paintings. Road trips are big on her agenda. She believes New Zealand has so many beautiful places to paint, as well as the things she discovers in these landscapes, such as old shacks, fishing boats, boat sheds and beehives. Donna is often found at the beach or on a country road with her camera. Many of these photographs are used as a reference for her painting. You can see images of her beautiful work on our blog, which is on our website, www.creativematters.co.nz, or you can check out her work and shop on her website, longwhitecloudart.co.nz. Welcome to Creative Matters On Air, Donna. Hi, how are you, Mandy? I'm good, thanks. It's lovely to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's so nice to be here. That's very exciting. It's lovely to meet you. Okay, Donna, let's go right back to the beginning. Can you tell us, please, where you were born and what kind of childhood you had? Okay, I was born quite a few years ago now at (laughs) North Shore Hospital um, in Auckland, Um, I was the eldest of three children, so I've got a younger brother and sister. We had a pretty good childhood, I guess. We spent a lot of time sailing. Um, Dad learnt sail and we kind of got thrown in the deep end with that. A few exciting trips out to Ringatoto and back. Um, We had a bat at Mangawai, which was where my grandfather lived. And when he passed on, we got to spend time up there, so... Um, yeah, really nice memories of Mangawai mm, um, and a lot of time at the beach. We were always at the beach mm. living on the North Shore. Yeah. So where did um, you live on the shore? We were in Sunny Knock. Okay. Yeah. 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 I grew up in Milford. Oh, did you? Mm. Okay. So the beach would have been a big part of your yeah, childhood as well. Definitely. <laughs> and Lake Pupuki, we spent quite a bit of time sailing on yeah. Lake Pupuki and yeah, lots of bushwalks and... Been out in nature, I guess, yeah. was a big part. Sounds yeah. idyllic. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, we definitely got growled and all that kind of <laughs> stuff as well. You remember the good stuff more yeah. than the bad, but yeah, yeah totally. it was pretty good. 
And yeah. um, w- were you getting quite creative or drawing or painting or anything like um, that? that actually, stage? my brother was, he's a really good artist, but he's a perfectionist. So I think he would find it hard to make a living from it because it takes him so long to produce something. Mm. But yeah, his artwork's gorgeous. And then I always loved art. I did art at high school was my favourite topic. And um, I got 89% in school C art. So I guess that was Mm. the beginning of my journey. I never thought that about being an artist as a career. It just didn't occur to me that that was something you could do. Yeah. Just so, um, can I just interrupt on him? So sure. I have to let my dog out. So Mazzy often makes an appearance in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just let her outside one moment. Yeah. That would be All right. So Mazzy is in place in the sun. So um, can carry on, Donna. What um, we we're talking about. So, right. So, yep. School C art. So. And thinking that you couldn't make a, have uh, a career as an yeah, artist. Yeah. So when I was at school, a job came up at the ANZ Bank and I had pretty much had enough of school so I was like okay I'll just do that I'll go and work in a bank until I find out what I really want to do um that finding out what I wanted to do took 20 years <laughs> so um and three children later but so I worked full-time in the ANZ for I think maybe 18 years or something mm-hmm. like that I used to do all that creative work for where I was in the Browns Bay branch um, and one time we had to do one for UDC, which I don't think they're still around now, but, um, and I did a big pirate ship made out of big calico sails and got a whole trailer load of sand brought into the bank, which the bank manager wasn't all that happy about <laughs> and put glitter in it and made a big chest and, um, used to do displays like that. And everyone would say, you need to go and be an artist. And I was like, that's not a real job. So... Um, but yeah, apparently it is a real job. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You've proved that. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? In those days, it was quite a thing to go and work in a bank. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. just, yeah, quite a, a common career, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. And now, yeah. I mean, you barely have branches. No, mm-hmm. I know. It's changed. It's changed. Back when I started, there was no computer. I yeah. mean, that's how long ago it it's was. Crazy. You were actually allowed to smoke in the banking chamber when wow. I started. So. Amazing. Yeah, things and, have and come bank, a long way. Bank books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Updating books. the passbooks and yep. all that kind of thing. You can so. tell we must be really old. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Time so, has, things have changed so fast. Yeah, totally. It's not that we're that old. <laughs> no. So um, when you were at the bank, did you were you making or painting or doing anything creative um, at that time? Well, I was still at the bank and a friend of mine went to Long Bay College and did a night school class of painting and I was like, oh, that looks like fun. So I went along and I it was an oil painting class, so I bought some oil paints and it was the first time I'd painted it on a canvas, which I thought was just amazing. Um, and I did this painting and then I thought well, what am I going to do with it? I didn't particularly want it. So I put it on Trade Me and Trade Me at that time had just kind of started and got $200 for it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> so I did another one and that sold for, I think it was about 380 And I hadn't signed those ones because I didn't realise. So if you've got those paintings, <laughs> come yeah. and me and I'll sign them for Isn't you. Isn't that amazing? My first two, probably, I think. Wow. And what were they, Donna? Um, one was of Tikoka, which is cabbage tree and just ocean. 
Um, and the first one was just ocean. So it was just kind of dark, um, darkish ocean and land. So pretty mm. basic compared mm. to what you're doing now. Progression. Yeah. 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 Well, that's interesting. And then after you, you know, you must have been a little bit buoyed by the sales. I was. Yeah. 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 My and third one, it went for 450. And I can remember sitting there watching the bids going up thinking, oh, <laughs> <laughs> are they going to be annoyed when they get it? <laughs> that, but yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think they were. That was no. of a panga. Yeah. That one. That's so good. Um, and then. I got people just kind of had seen them and asked me to do commissions and and where were they seeing them just on me or um yeah or they'd seen them at the people's houses right. or um I had a lady I work with commission me to do a piece for her and then another friend commissioned two and then I was just starting to paint more and putting them on trade me so I had a couple of galleries come up and ask if I'd put work in there so mm. it was I kind of fell into it wow. I was really lucky yeah well I don't think it's respect. luck yeah but I mean how great that that you were noticed like that so I yeah. mean it is good isn't it to get your work out there definitely yeah yeah and I mean it, it wasn't just people approaching me then I started that um, a lot of the high school exhibitions were really good for getting your work in um, and so I'd sign up for whichever one of those came up um the Easter show art awards that was really good mm-hmm. and I think they're still going or I know they're still going and they have just a huge amount of artwork in them so if you're thinking of starting getting your work out there that's a really good place mm. to start yeah um yeah oh that's amazing and so you just kind of fell into painting more at home yeah but still yeah. working at the bank still working at the bank and so having, I was part-time at that stage yeah and Jack who's now 21 he was three I think when I started um so then I cut down a few hours as things progressed and I started to actually make um a, well part of a living I cut down time at work and did more painting and then Jack was going to school so I had more time then as well so yeah so good and yeah. then um so you were obviously and loving it I loving just, it yeah, yeah and I couldn't believe that I could actually do that and make money yeah. and it wasn't just about making money it's the fact that someone wants to look at your piece on their wall mm. that they like it enough to pay for it and yeah, look at it every day. <laughs> yeah, it's such a privilege, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah. And so how long did you juggle that, the part-time at the bank and the um, part-time painting? Probably about two years, I think, two or three years. No, four years. 2008, I came home from work one day and said to Jeremy, my partner, that I probably wasn't going back to the bank. <laughs> and he said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. So then... I just started painting full time. So I got paid out some of my pension mm-hmm. or all of my pension and used that to prop me up while I painted more and more. And yeah, so got good. a few more galleries that yeah. did my work and yeah, and really then good. From and then I, on, you were basically full time. Yeah, yeah, full time. Yeah. Wow, so amazing. Yeah. What a great story. And you kind of jumped off the cliff a bit leaving work. I did. Yeah, I was very scared, but I had to make it work. I'd made that that decision and you don't realize how much of the time is spent marketing your work because 
I really just wanted to paint, but I had to learn how to market. And I'd say probably a third of your time is spent marketing and two thirds was spent painting. So, but things are a bit easier now with um, social media and all that kind of thing, being able to get your work out there, mm. having websites and and that. Yeah, it's such a big sort of holistic process, isn't it? It's yeah. Not, not just painting, sadly. Yeah. It's and all it's the marketing business. how to um, accept that your work's good enough to sell it yourself. I find it really easy to sell other people's work a lot more easier than to sell my own. Mm. So... But I guess that's where the galleries are good because they're doing that for you. That's right, yeah, and we'll get on to that later. So um, your work is very New Zealand, I would say. Can you describe to us um, what your work is like? Um, well, I find New Zealand beautiful. I mean, who doesn't, really? And I like to travel around. Um We've got so many beautiful beaches and mountains and lakes and rivers and islands, offshore islands I love going to. Dad um, ran the naval station on Great Barrier for 13 years, so there were quite a few trips over there and, and driving up and around the Great Barrier, So and they feature in a lot of my paintings. In fact, my most painted beach is probably on Great Barrier. Um, with all the boulders, which I love to paint. <laughs> yep. And it's called Rocky Bay, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so... What I've do your paintings look like? How would you describe a painting? Bright, bold colours. I do some rather unusual sky colours. <laughs> I usually find I paint blue skies in summer, and then when it's getting colder, I tend to go into yellow and orange skies. And purple. Probably purple to warm mm. myself up. Yeah, while I love I'm in my it. studio. I love that. I noticed <laughs> that. Yeah. I don't know where why I thought of doing those bright colours. I mm. just Yeah, I just did one and, and it worked. I think I started with blue transitioning into yellow, which if you look at the New Zealand horizon, kind of early morning or late afternoon, it's often those colours. Mm. And quite often you get the orange in there as well. And then I just made them brighter and brighter and then phased out the blue. So, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. So when, when you actually started painting when you were at the bank, was it a similar sort of style? You've it was actually surprisingly similar. Yeah. Quite often I look back and think I haven't progressed. No, <laughs> it's not. A lot, but, it's just your natural but, style. Yeah, it's it? just what comes out. I mm. think you can't really choose a style. The style chooses you. Type it almost thing. does. Yeah. 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 And so your work is realistic and you're capturing um, a place often. Yeah. Or something in a place. But it's still then, I guess, you take it to a slightly more abstract place with your color, use of colour. I've been told the style's representational, which I was like, good, because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Um, because it's not realism, but it's based on, like, I like beaches to have recognisable features, so they are actually that beach. And that's why I call them, the title is That Beach. Mm. So if someone is their holiday home beach or somewhere they visited as a child, they recognise that they beach really as that place. Yeah. 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 And you definitely can tell where it is. Yeah. yeah. But I will take things out that maybe don't enhance the look of the mm. the composition. or mm. Yeah. And how do you think you got into using such bold, vibrant colours? 
Um, could be partly that I like the crisp, clear colours that come out of the tube. Like I don't, I change them, but I don't like to muddy them too much mm. or I just like the clarity of them, I guess, which is mm. what I like about oils as well. Though acrylics, I mean, often you can't tell and often people confuse my work for acrylic work. And I've noticed that sometimes some of your work has quite a limited colour palette. Yes. And other times it's pretty full on with lots of different colours. So how do you figure that out? I like to use the same colours that are in my skies in other parts of the painting. So often if I do rocks, I have that same colour palette going through from the sky to the rocks. I think it just balances it out or, yeah, mm. I just like having limited use quite often. Mm. But then again, often I'll paint um, Pahutukawas and they won't be in flower, but I think it just needs that pop of red. So you just kind of have to see how it's progressing. And my stones all have about three layers on. So my first coat is the base coat, but it's also a bit of a how does this look coat. Mm. And then I can adjust it with the next coat and then put highlights on the third coat. Mm. So that sometimes it just builds itself. And for your underpainting, is it normally a contrasting colour or the same colour? No, um, it's usually a bit of a trial and error, that underpainting. So often I will, with colours of sea or rivers, I will do one colour and then it just ends up being a different colour on top or a brighter version of that colour or a dulled down mm. version of that colour. Mm. So I don't do, because I know a lot of people use, um, is it... What's that brownie colour? Ochre. Mm. Um, but I don't do that because quite, there's quite a lot of white in some of my painting as well, so I want that to be really crisp mm. white, yeah. um, especially you, on rocks. And your colours are quite sort of true colours in some ways, I guess. Yeah. That's because you're not using the different colours underneath, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, I love the way that you come up with really interesting contrasting colours, particularly again in your rocks. So, you yeah. know, there's one painting I'm thinking of that has burgundy rocks and bright blue and yellow and orange. Right, the different coloured rocks. Yeah. When I um, I took that photo, that was on Waiheke, I think. No, Maitatapu. And when I looked at the photo, the rocks were actually those colours, but much paler, mm. I mean much there were kind of turquoise rocks in there. Oh, wow. So that was just my inspiration. It was yeah, already there. That's really but interesting. I enhanced it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm um, just moving away from colour. You seem to have, you know, a number of different themes around yeah. your work. So as I said in the intro, New Zealand landscapes, um, boats, bays and beaches, um, sheds and shacks beehives yeah and then also kind of introducing New Zealand plants and that kind of thing through your work yeah so can you talk to us about some of those different sort of themes around your work maybe starting with the landscapes okay well landscapes is just traveling around New Zealand and seeing all the beaches I mean childhood spent at the beach um and our incredible array of beaches that we have in yeah both islands um, Northlands, beautiful, of course, Coromandel, even Wellington, you know, the whole coastline. Well, we're mainly you know, such a huge coastline. Um, landscapes, 
rurally, shall we go into mm, those? Yeah. Um, yeah, just such beautiful rural land as well and mm, bush. Mm. I mean, it's pretty hard to go anywhere in New Zealand and not see nice landscape. Yeah, the South Island is just mind-blowingly beautiful. Yeah, we're very <laughs> and, lucky, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So do you actually go travelling um, with finding you know, yeah, inspiration? Yeah. Is it a specific yeah. sort of trip around what Definitely. you're going to find? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and I often go with um, one friend in particular, Libby McColl, who I met at the New Zealand Art Show probably 12 years ago, and often we have Jill White, who has a gallery in Taranaki, who I met there as well. We'll go off together because my family will no longer um, go with me where they have to stop every... In <laughs> fact, Jeremy said, I don't want to see the South Island in two-metre increments anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> he'd had enough of that so going with other artists it's like stop stop back up back up look what are we missing or go down this side road and see what's there um and so it's really good fun so we did one trip to from Auckland to New Plymouth where Jill lives that took us seven hours so I think most people it's five hours mm. but there was two hours of stopping and taking photos of old buildings and whatever we see on the way. Mm. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. sounds great. So you, that part of your process is to to find, to find look carefully, find something that appeals to you. Yeah. And um, and then to photograph it and yeah. take the photos home. Yeah. And we're a lot braver when there's two of us as well because often there's old shacks and you think, oh, should I be trespassing or whatever? But if there's two of you, you might get a bit braver and creep around. Yeah. And take the photos. A couple so. of random women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we look pretty harmless. So yeah. we haven't been chased off any properties yet. That's but so good. Yeah. And then when you're actually looking for things in particular, um, how do you, what, what captures you? What, what sparks um, Well, your light's a massive one, like that early morning glow and that late afternoon with the shadows and that kind of rosy light, that's always good to be out at that time. But, of course, when you're on a road trip, you usually plan it ahead of time. You don't know what the weather's doing, so you can't always count on that. But sometimes just being at the right place at the right time. Um, on that same road trip, we came across an old like farm building and it had a stand with oranges for sale outside, or tangellos it was. And I did a painting of that. It was just being at the right place at the right time. Um, that was one of my favourite paintings I've ever done. Unfortunately, I didn't get it made as a print, oh. which in hindsight I should have. Yeah. Um, yeah, just things that you come across being, mm. yeah, the right place. Mm. And do you have like an open mind, anything that sort of catches your fancy or are you particularly looking for um, – Sheds and shacks. And we boats. used to always look because Libby and I both like painting old shacks, so it was great. She does close ups, really detailed work, and I would do mine further back, so we were never stepping on each other's toes. And in fact, we had a joint exhibition um, in Ponsonby where we had some of the same artworks from trips that were done in her vision and my vision. Beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a good idea. Mm. And yeah, so we used to always look for shacks, but now we kind of look for anything that might be interesting or mm. a good composition. How yeah. cool. And, and, do and you, you don't know when you're going to come across them. Like they just no. appear in front of you. And yeah. It's like, that'd be great. It's so paint. fun. It's, it's like a sort of treasure trove. Yeah. You know, of all these potential 
gorgeous things. Especially when you're going places you've never been before, like mm. in the South Island, there's many places that we've never been. Mm. And there's still places I haven't been, obviously. Can't travel every road yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you've got like just so much out there for you. Yeah. You know, it's like a never-ending, infinite possibilities. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. can totally understand how your family <laughs> don't necessarily want to travel with you. They don't like travelling like that. No. <laughs> In fact, they don't like, even if I get to a beach, um, oh, we'll just see what's around the next corner. We'll just, and I mean, you could just keep walking mm. and... They're like, yeah. no, we're here just to relax. <laughs> Get your towel out, relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or up this, you know, climbing up hills or whatever. Let's just scramble up there and see what the view's mm, like. I can imagine. But, yeah. So great that you have so much sort of inspiration, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, very lucky yeah. in New Zealand. And do you actually recreate the photograph exactly or do you kind no, of add No, things? I take things out or I add things. Um, my pahutika was a... Uh, pretty much always in flower, <laughs> no matter what time of year I take the photo. Um, yeah, I think if there's something in there that just doesn't look right, it's that's the difference between a photo and, and a painting, I guess. Mm. You can just take it out. I don't often don't put people in my um, artworks, and there was one time we were, I was on Waiheke with Ricky, who was probably about um, 10, and we were on Palm Beach. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. the yeah. one end of Palm Beach is a nudist beach. So I had my camera <laughs> headed off over and then I was taking photos. I hadn't even realised that I was snapping away at some beer bottoms on the beach. <laughs> and Ricky's like, you can't take photos over here. Was, and so we quickly retreated with the camera. But um, obviously I didn't paint the people in that painting. No. <laughs> oh, that's such a funny story. But um, you don't paint paint people in general do you I don't no 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 yeah no (laughs) I just like the natural beauty of the place that I'm at Mm, yeah yeah that inspires you yeah I'm halfway through a portrait of Jack that I thought I might do but he was 11 when I started it's still halfway through so I might finish that one day (laughs) Mm, that may be where you head one day yeah maybe Yeah, yeah you never know and I'm just going sort of more specifically into your practice and process. Um, I have this quote where you're talking about rocks and you say, I love painting rocks, particularly these ones at Awana on Great Barrier Island. I have taken many pictures of rocks on all different angles and spots on the beach, so they are all different. This one also has purple thrown into the colour scheme of the rocks. There is just something I find therapeutic about painting them. Yes. You don't need to think too much about rocks as long as you get the shadows right. And with my skies, when I change the colour of the sky, you also have to think that um, now it's not a blue sky, it might be a red sky. You're not going to have intense shadows like the middle of the day. So that's the main thing I guess I need to think about. But I've spent so many, I've painted so many rocks that it just kind of flows. So my brain tends to wander to other things while I'm painting rocks. Mm, that's your, your zen. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And um, I've noticed with your skies, you don't often have clouds or anything happening. It's quite a one, one colour in general, is that right? Yeah, I used to, when I first started, I used to do a lot of clouds, but um, it's really hard. If you do a red or orange sky, it's quite hard to, 
I guess you often see sunsets with clouds, but I find the colours don't look quite right. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I just like the clarity, I guess, and the blend. Mm. Yeah. Because you often have You've a, got a enough gradient, colour. Yeah. Don't you? Enough colour already, I guess, in the yeah. sky. You don't want it dominating too much. And also, is it the simplicity of, of the sort of one yeah. colour or just a, a gentle gradient? Yeah. Yeah. Just the, yeah. I usually just do a blend. And I mean, when you look at the horizon, it's always lighter near mm. the sea or near that on the horizon line, yeah. getting darker. So as long as you kind of follow what's happening in nature to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, so on saying that, no, I have swapped some of my yellow and had red down the bottom, but yeah, mm. generally mm. kind of go with what's with nature, but slightly enhanced or changed. Mm. It's very effective. So the boat connection, I guess that maybe that goes back to your childhood. My childhood and Jeremy, my partner, is a boat skipper. So many trips on boats over the years. Um, I actually worked part-time as a deckhand on a boat. Well, part-time, I did a few trips over the years. Yeah, I love being out on the water. So um, boats, and I love old fishing boats, as long as they're not big trawlers kind of if they're just little long liners with floats on or yeah boys mm. yeah they've got the, a bit of character and they're part of the history of New Zealand mm. Mm. and do you actually go in and sort of learn about the places and the things that you find in places and find out the stories I love to I love to find out if there's any history um, and that's where social media is really good I painted a batch up at Bland Bay and ended up um, someone someone commented on it that it was where they'd spent their childhood and they played cards in this batch with grandma and granddad and then there was a whole thread of conversation followed from people that had seen their comment and I just loved that mm. it was amazing yeah, yeah. it's so beautiful such a lovely connection yeah yeah yeah, and when people come up to you and say, you know, I spent my childhood here or I know that batch or I know that piece of land or, yeah, it's really special. Mm. Yeah, And do you do a lot of research uh, around what you're painting? Um, not really, no. It's more a visual, yeah. visual yeah. connection yeah. to start with. Yeah. And then that leads to beautiful stories and connections after you've painted it, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. I mean, often if you kind of discover a place, then it's nice to look into it. But, mm. but I guess you don't know it's what's coming. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's so interesting, isn't it? It would be, it would be lovely. I mean, that's, I guess, the nice thing about painting something that's a bit more realistic is that people can yeah. actually connect yeah. and recognise mm. parts of it. And tell you their story of yeah. their part of yeah. yeah. And where do you think the inspiration for the, the sheds and shacks comes from um I think Kiwis in general love corrugated iron and number eight wire um I think it's in our DNA really yeah yeah <laughs> and they're very cool looking aren't they Sheets. yeah 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 they've got a lot of character um especially around New Zealand I think probably a lot of people keep sheds on their property that they just don't want to pull down that maybe leak and all mm. that kind of stuff just because they look so so good. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of that, isn't there, in New Zealand? Yeah. Half yeah, it's part of rundown kind of sheds that aren't yeah. used. Yeah. 
They're very iconic New Zealand, part of New Zealand countryside. And then the beehives, I mean, that's obviously just another thing that you find in your landscape. Yeah, I love bees. I mean, bees are incredible and I'd love to have bees. Um, But our beehives are just beautiful as well, the colours and, yeah, yeah, everything they kind of entail. Like, without bees, we haven't got anything really. Mm. Yeah, they're great. Little, they they remind me of little gift boxes. Yeah, stacked yeah. up on top on top of each other yeah. with beautiful colours. And then yeah. sometimes you like the there's that pink one where you've got pinks and yellows and blues in your beehives. Yeah, and then you make your sky. Yeah, pink the colour. Yeah, of, so yeah. You, you kind of take that the colour that you're finding in the beehives, uh, and then yeah, that's the, that was the inspiration for that sky. And that one was that was down by Lake Harwia in the South Island, and Libby and I spotted those. And had to go scrambling up the cellar, like <laughs> beehives, beehives. So yeah, and, but those mountains that are in that painting were like the beehives are right there mm. in the most scenic spot. Yeah, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so the colours were a lot paler. So I enhanced the colours on the beehives and then have a little pink sky to mm, match. <laughs> love it. It's right up my alley, to be honest. <laughs> a little bit of pink. Um, and your your paintings have a real sort of sense of calm and stillness and warmth. I guess that's the use of colour that makes, you know, gives you that sort of feeling of, of warmth. But um, is that how people have responded in the past? That, that yeah, I think I'm quite a calm, generally happy person. So I think that's reflected in my work. I don't often get annoyed or angry or upset things kind of flow over me quite um generally so I think yeah that's just comes through what comes out on mm. my canvas I love yeah. that very cool I think we could be friends <laughs> <laughs> I think so we've had a few laughs today <laughs> yeah a few laughs for sure um and out of interest do you ever create work that's different to the style um, I have tried to do an abstract when I thought painting abstract might be quite easy and discovered that it's very, very difficult and my abstract ended up looking like a kind of simplified version of my landscapes that I do. So um, that one's still a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, my hat goes off to people who create abstracts. It's really a lot more difficult than and people it give it credit for. Yeah, it's sometimes. really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I would love something to just come out and be able to express it on canvas, but I've stood in front of that canvas for quite a long time. Mm, that's funny, isn't it? And I just think gone back to my landscapes yeah. <laughs> that I know. And it's interesting, isn't it, how sort of in, embedded your sort of style is. You yeah. Know, that it's kind of just there and like with my abstract work um it's just so much a part of me and it's just yeah. what I always think of as is in that in that form and you're, you're probably always yeah I can't even envision landscape. how that might be mm. when I envision that I envision kind of a sky and sea yeah <laughs> yeah some hills yeah I know it's, just, it's interesting how it's like we're all wired wired slightly differently yeah and respond to different things yeah and everyone yeah. loves different artwork which is fantastic mm. I mean New Zealand's a great place to be an artist mm. and I think New Zealanders are really open to all different styles of art so 
yeah mm, it's good great. that we're all into something different and create something different yeah absolutely and have our own take on it I guess yeah yeah and so are there any artists who um, particularly inspire you um, I went to a Graham Sydney exhibition in Rotorua long before I started painting and I guess his works always resonated. I just couldn't believe it when I'd seen when I saw it. Um Tim Wilson has got the most beautiful artwork. I mean he's probably I think he's New Zealand's highest selling artwork, so it's not just me that loves him. Mm, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's great. beautiful. Yeah. Um they're probably the main two, I guess, both being landscape mm, artists. Mm. But then I love I love all like so many styles of artwork as well. Mm. Yeah. And so can you tell us, um, you know, from where to go, the process that you go through for making one painting? Because I do oils um, and they take such a long time to dry, I have about between 10 and 14 works on the go at one time. So I'll gesso, put another couple of coats of gesso on, do my first coat of sky, maybe first coat of sea, and then another coat of sky four days later um, and build up each painting like that. So quite often... There can be parts of the painting that might have eight or ten layers on them by the time I get to the end. Um, I usually start with more intricate work in the morning when my brain's fresh and then I'll move to bottom coats or um, mid coats later in the afternoon when my concentration's not quite so high. Mm. Um, Yeah, and then some days you just feel like doing one, so I've got the choice there of kind of team works that I can work on apart from a couple that might not be dry enough mm. to work so yeah it's yeah. quite good isn't it to have that option yeah it is and they're all spread out over my studio so mm. I'll just go oh I need to do that on mm. that one so yeah it takes quite a while to get one finished because there's the you just do bit by bit as mm. you go along so yeah. yeah it probably takes a couple of months and sometimes longer, sometimes six months from the time I start a work until it's finished. Wow. Especially ones that aren't going well. <laughs> they yeah. can take longer. And sometimes they have to go into timeout. <laughs> they for a do. Few yeah, they do. They go in the naughty corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until they're ready to come out and behave themselves. I had one in the naughty corner for about two years. And then when I bought it out, I felt like I'd improved. It didn't seem as hard. I felt like I'd learnt so much in those two years that it then became a lot easier and it was one of my favorite paintings I'd done at the time and in fact my brother owns that one really yeah that's interesting isn't it so is it actually do you think it's experience um developing skills or is it actually just where you're at I guess it's practice you're just yeah developing skills you're just learning every painting you do you're learning a little bit more I guess. Mm. And was that the problem with that one, that you weren't, you didn't know what to do with it technically? Yeah, or was it, yes, it just yeah. seemed too hard. It was kind of a bit of a bird's eye view of rocks and rocks going into the water and I just got stuck on it and I just put it away and then every time I looked at it, I was like, no, I'm not ready for that one yet. Mm. And then one day I just went, yeah, okay, let's, I'll do it this way. And I think I'd done some other rocks that were similar and yeah, it when I finished it, it was, yeah, it's one of my favourite I'd done at that point. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So to our listeners, 
It's worth hanging in there. Persevere. Two years later, <laughs> you came back to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you were really happy. Yeah, I was with really it. happy with mm, it. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? Sometimes paintings just don't really work for you and yeah. you've got to kind of give it some space. Yeah. You yeah. have to be in your right space to carry on with it. Yeah. And it's a good idea to have quite a few on the go so you can kind of choose what you feel like, I That's guess. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Some of them I start and they just flow from start to finish. And... Um, but they don't always necessarily look better or sell more easily or appeal to someone more. It's just your feeling about that painting, I mm. guess. And why why oils? I like that they flow easily. They don't dry quickly, so you've got plenty of time to blend, which is an advantage with my skies. Um, I also like that there's opaque and... Um, qualities with them and transparent as well so you can use them to build up colour over water and see what's underneath I don't know, I suspect you can probably do that with acrylics as well but maybe um, not as easily yeah maybe not as easily mm. yeah yeah. and you've always worked in oils? Always, yeah right from my very first painting yeah I did try at one point doing acrylics guys just to get the drying process a little bit sped up but I didn't really like them, so mm. <laughs> they dried too fast. Yeah. So once you're used to the long drying process, yeah. it's quite it's quite hard to change, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 most people I talk to, once they are into oils, they they don't look back. Mm. But I think it's the health aspect of oils that puts yeah. some people off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never tried oils myself. Oh, you should. Well, I did. I did a, a class once in oils, but I don't know. It just, it's hard it once you hard. get used to a certain medium. To, yeah. And of course you build up all your stock. I mean, I've got hundreds of tubes of oil paint. So, mm. yeah, and mm. all the mediums that go with it. And, yeah. Mm. It's quite a different process though, isn't it, really? Yeah. To yeah. acrylics. Yeah. 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 Having that drying time can be frustrating if you've got an exhibition looming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. You have to really think ahead. mm for the wheels. So, um, just talking about exhibitions and that kind of thing. What sort of what sort of work have you done with showing your work? I mean, you're obviously connected to certain galleries. Yeah, I've got six galleries throughout New Zealand that take my work. Um, I also had my own gallery in Riverhead for quite a while, which gave me a new appreciation for the amount of work it is to have a gallery and managing artists and not just worrying about yourself. <laughs> yeah, so that gallery, that was in Riverhead. That's yeah, northwest yeah, that of was Auckland. open for about four years. So I had a lot of locals come in. So there's a lot more of my artwork around Riverhead now than there was yeah. previously. Um, I've got a piece in the Riverhead um, Tavern restaurant, which I get quite a few inquiries from. So mm -hmm. people are sitting there eating lunch or dinner and gazing mm. at my artwork. That's a good idea. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. That yeah. was really nice good of way Paula to and Stephen to put that down mm. there for me. And so was the local. gallery mostly your stuff or you had, no, you no. had locals? I had, I had artists from all over New Zealand oh, and okay. pottery and oh, glass. Wow. and Great. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm. But um, being open all the time, I had to get used to people seeing my work half done because I can see in my mind how it's going to look but I know other people can't I was like, it's not going to look like that it's not finished it's got a long way to go yet yeah. so 
Um, but I got used to that. That after would be a while. strange. And it's yeah. so your studio was part of the gallery. Yeah, yeah. My studio was at one mm. side of the gallery, so I could paint. And then when people came in, I'd just yeah. keep painting and and until they were ready to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's good in that way that you're working on your paintings. Well, there's nothing yeah. in there. Yeah. But then that's also right. you're exposing your yeah practice part way through. Yeah. Yeah. Which can be and apologising for how it's looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be tricky, but and how how did you find that experience? I really the, enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was um, hard not being able to just get up and go when I wanted to, like head off to a beach to take some photos, or I had set hours. So after going from the freedom of doing whatever you like, really, though still being um, disciplined enough to get the work done, because otherwise you don't get paid at the end of the week. But um, yeah, so that was a little bit trickier. Mm. And then I've got a dog that barks as well, so I hunt away. So trying to kind of, yeah, juggle everything. Mm. That's I decided to wind up the gallery a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a shame, but a neat thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did really enjoy it. Mm. But And did yeah. you find that you sold your work through that sort of forum yes, quite well? Yes, that was really good for selling my own work. Um, people just coming in that hadn't seen yeah. my work before that I hadn't reached in other mediums. Yeah, and so, I think it's a real treat for people to actually speak with the artist and, and mm, make a deeper connection to the work. That's where a lot of the shows like the New Zealand Art Show and that type thing where you're there on site with your artist wall I think works really well. People get to talk to you and and vice versa, you get to see the people that are buying your paintings, which you don't get to do mm. with galleries. So that's a really nice connection. Yeah, that's so good. And so can you tell us about that kind of work that you're doing? I know you sometimes have little pop-up exhibitions and um, and then are you still working, uh, showing your work in schools? School um, I haven't done a school exhibition for a while and I haven't done the New Zealand Art Show for a couple of years either. I just haven't had enough work to do it. Um, I did a pop-up shop with Libby and Ponsonby, which I mentioned earlier, which was great. But no, I've, I'm selling more work online and through the website um, that I haven't done one of those exhibitions for a while. But mm. yeah. But you enjoy that kind of I do. Work? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And Apart what? from talking so much about your own work and I don't really like the salesy side of it. But I like the social side of it mm, it's <laughs> with the artists one. as well as, yeah. as um, customers that are yeah. coming through the door. Yeah. But do you feel like people would sort of connect with your work more if you're actually speaking with them about it or do you feel like your work doesn't need that? Um, it probably doesn't need that because people know the place mm. often mm. or just want a piece of New Zealand I've got artwork all over the world where people have just said it just reminds them of home so um so that's that's good and they haven't met me but often mm. there's emails that go between and I usually like there's usually a story behind most artwork so and I'm always happy to share that, mm, which is <laughs> how so nice. come about. And I noticed on your website, um, you really put a personal touch to the work that you've got up on the website. Um, for example, um, for one of the paintings you had on your website, you had the accompanying text was, just down the road from Mums is Browns Bay with its lovely outlook on Rangitoto Island. I love Rangitoto 
and spent lots of time in the Hauraki Gulf on boats as a kid. Yeah. And that's on your website accompanying an artwork that you yeah. have prints of. And I think that was really nice, a nice touch. You know, you oh, seem to you. <laughs> put that little personal touch in there, which um, helps people, I think, to connect to you as, as the artist and, yeah. and the work. Right. I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, yeah, I, I just New Zealand's just so beautiful and there's so many places that you can connect with or you do connect with, like the Hauraki Gulf mm, mm. And, and the out outer islands of the gulf i mean they were a big part yeah so yeah and great barrier great barrier has a lot of special meaning to me as well so mm. i paint that a lot and yeah. I mean, it's beautiful so it's yeah. pretty easy too it's a lovely spot but, so your father yeah which... he ran the naval station there for 13 years so i would just ring him and say see some good weather can you pick me up i'm coming over and so we'd just drive around. He was happy to just drive me around wherever I wanted to take photos. And there were plenty of fishing boats, plenty of beautiful beaches. And, and he knew the island quite well. So mm. I had a good tour guide. Mm, that's yeah. brilliant. That's and we'd beautiful. always go fishing, which I enjoy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty good. That's so nice. Nice connection with your dad. Yeah. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. yeah. And... um. Do you do many commissions? Is that part of the way you work? Um, I have done quite a few commissions over the past. I'm trying to do less commissions because I find them quite stressful for a start. But when I've done them, I'm really happy that I've done them. And, and there's been some really lovely stories. And when people have walked in, I've thought, no, I don't want to do that. And then I hear their story and go, I have to do that. Really? So, yeah, yeah, like... Places where they grow up with, like grandma's house, or um, or a special beach, or yeah, I prefer if I can to go and take my own photos because often you'll get quite a difficult to see photo, or you might not see what's in the background. You have to make it up, knowing that that person knows exactly what's in the background, mm. but you don't. So, and I but guess then the I can light just ask them as well. You, yeah, you want to capture yeah. the kind of light that you want to paint. Yeah, that's right. And just kind of get the feel for the place as well, because there's more than just how it looks. Like most places have a feeling as well. So, yeah, mm, that's, a nice that's part quite of the hard process. to paint from a photograph yeah. in that way. The better yeah. that you've been there to experience yeah, it. Yeah, see kind of the wider area mm. and... And if yeah. you if you make some changes to the scene, which I know you sometimes do with your own paintings, do you feel like with a commission you can't do that? You so can't. Is yeah, that, I feel is, like you can't do that. Is that hard? Though quite often people say, I want th this thing, but in your style. So do be more free, you know, be mm. free with it. So that's okay. You kind of can then. Mm. And I guess but I also don't want to give them you. a shock because – people will have an image in their mind of how it looks and then if you come up with something that's not really that too far from that they might not be too happy yeah it's a tricky one commissions <laughs> yeah but I yeah. guess they've come to you because they like your style and your and use of color yeah and they you want they want your representation of that say that they hate it yet so that's good <laughs> yeah that's good that's a good sign yeah <laughs> I have had a couple of people cry but hopefully it's with happiness not yeah horror or shock <laughs> I'm sure it would be happiness I'm quite sure um so you um obviously have to 
you know, work hard on your business and, and selling your work and yeah. that kind of thing. So um, apart from the galleries and, and the exhibitions that you have, how else do you promote yourself? I think a lot is word of mouth. Um, I've been in calendars, the New Zealand art calendar, since 2011, um, every year since then. So it's on a lot of people's walls because that's sold through Whitcalls, so it's quite a well-known calendar. Um, in the 2022, there's a calendar that's just my work. So... Um, that will sit on lots of walls as well. Mm, that's but great. I d- yeah, I don't know. I just get emails, quite often emails from the website, especially from overseas. That's generally through my website. Mm. Yeah. And so you sell prints through your website? Yeah. And originals? Yes, both. When you yeah. have them? Yeah, when mm-hmm. I have them. Yeah. yeah. And how do you go with social media? Um, I need to work more on my social media, I must say, with my I as soon as I do a new painting it goes up on my Facebook page. But I could probably do more that way. But I don't often have a lot of paintings sitting around that I need to sell. Sometimes they will sell before I've finished them, so which is always mm, nice. That's great. And how do you yeah, make that it's happen? pretty good? Um just people contacting me or coming into the gallery or well, not that the gallery's running, but just coming in to the studio and studio. having a look. Yeah. Yeah. And that. they they like something that's been partly made. Mm, I've got, yeah. Well, they, yes, they can see how it's progressing, mm, and which always makes me a bit nervous too, because that's not how it's going to look at the end. Um, yeah. I've got quite a few customers that have more than one artwork as well. So, yeah, several that have, I think one tap has seven Wow. And a lady with five, so they know my work and yeah, that's keep great. an eye out for it. Mm. Word of mouth often is good like that. And you've got your Instagram page, which you don't use as much. It's no, mostly I need Facebook. to get that going as well. So On the to-do yeah. list. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, the links, I've put the links on, the, on your blog post. Oh, thank if you. If anyone wants to have a look and your website, obviously. Um, how do you find marketing yourself? It's got easier over the years. You kind of learn how to do it, I guess. It's a bit of a trial and error as you go go along. Mm. But, I mean, we're so lucky now with the internet that you have access to to everyone, mm. really. And do you work hard on, on promoting yourself? Or do you just Probably kind of not as hard work as on I your should. paintings? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to work on my paintings, but it's a part of being an artist these days, I think, unless you've got a gallery that, is a dealer gallery or mm. or really well known, then you have to get out there and promote yourself. Mm. It's, it's just a fact of life, really. Yeah, and really, it's it's a business. Yeah, as well as a yeah, you have to run it as a business. Outlet. And I actually, I have a time thing for every painting that I do, and so I every time I start one, I write the time I start and the time I finish each day. So it is run as a business. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You have to really, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's never easy. No. I mean, there's definite perks to being an artist as a business, like road trips that, mm. I mean, they are hard work, and but they're so much fun yeah. as well. and that's part of your practice. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Part of without, your process. Yeah, without going on the trips, you've got nothing to paint. So. Mm, that's right. Um, so obviously a, a happy place for you in your process is your road trips. Um, 
What else do you love about what you do? Um, I love every part of it. I love, often if it's a nice sunny day, I'll take my easel and canvas outside and just be outside painting. Um, yeah, the whole process. I love starting them. I love painting the middle. I love finishing them. And quite often I'll finish a painting and I'll look at it and I think, oh, that's terrible. No one's going to buy that and it needs fixing. But I often step back and just leave it. And usually by a couple of months, I go, oh, no, actually, that's okay, that one. So Mm. it pays to not fiddle with them too much, like sometimes step back. and, But, yeah, there's nothing I don't love about painting. So good. I mean, you do have to be disciplined. I could faff around in the morning and not get into the studio. But as soon as I get um, in there, I feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing. This Mm. is what I love to do. And thank goodness I've discovered it. So yeah. great, hey? We're very lucky. Very lucky, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, a few guests have said that they can't not be painting. Do you feel like that? Yeah, yeah, I do feel like that. If I don't do it, I get withdrawal symptoms from mm. <laughs> from not doing it. So, yeah. And it's such a satisfying process, yeah. So lucky, aren't we? We're so lucky in New Zealand as well that New Zealanders embrace buying art because without that, we wouldn't be able to, I couldn't afford to buy the canvases and paint that I go through. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a great thing. And um, what have you never tried in your art practice or process that you'd like to explore further? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, possibly portraits. I mean, I've tried half of one. Jack's not very impressed with how it looks, but <laughs> it's only halfway through. Um I don't know. I guess it just kind of grows with you. Just the more you do, the more you discover, stumble across things and see if they work. Mm. Yeah, I think I haven't found whatever that is yet. No, and you feel, like you said earlier, you know, you've got a massive sort of a massive area that you can explore further. Yeah, and yeah. That's the the landscape of New Zealand. Yeah, I guess um, a painting I did quite recently was of surf. It had land in the background, but it was quite close up, transparent surf. And I really loved painting that. That it was quite different from other things I'd done. So, or it was in more detail. And so maybe, maybe more close up work of water. Mm, mm. I don't know. And, you know, just going back, we haven't really touched on this in this podcast, but you are self taught. Yeah. And you didn't go to university to do a fine arts degree? Or no, no. You've done I've, some workshops? Y- yeah, I did one night school, but that was about it. Um, I have questioned the staff at Gordon Harris quite a lot about um, the technical side of how things work and what paints work with what and what's mm. the best medium and, and Gordon all Harris that kind is of a, stuff. is a New Zealand art supplies store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's... Um, where, yeah, it's the closest one to me in Albany. So, mm. yes, I love the girls in there. They're really knowledgeable and help you. Um, yeah, and I guess just talking to other artists and mm. spending a lot of time looking at other people's artwork and mm. all that kind of thing. And must. you obviously had the talent there from the beginning. Um, Natural talent. I don't know. Well, I you did know. well at school. Yeah, you? yeah, I did well at mm. school, yeah. 
Yep. And um, how do you find being self-taught? Do you think that's actually enriched your process and practice or hindered it? I think it probably has helped it. Um, I don't think I'm too influenced by other people's methods or, I don't know, that's a hard one because I think you could probably learn a lot from going, I should probably do more workshops. I'd probably expand a lot more, but mm. yeah. It's hard to know, isn't it, really, how how much that's a – I mean, it's obviously a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you only know what you know, so mm, mm. I don't know if going to other workshops mm. – yeah. But what do you think has been good for your practice in that um, – Doing it, just actually yeah. getting out there and doing it, getting out there, putting the paint on the canvas, doing the work. There's probably no easy way around it. Just, yeah. Do it. Yeah. And um, so, you know, obviously that's a good piece of advice for someone starting out on their creative journey. Do you have any other advice for somebody who really wants to get making? Um, Just get your artwork out there, get it in front of eyes. Yeah. Get it to um, exhibitions if you can. The school ones are really good because that's a whole set of different people that are looking at your artwork that might not go to galleries or mm. exhibitions. Mm. So, um, yeah, apply for things. and Don't be scared. Just go for it. Do, do it. it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> and it is, makes you feel good doing it. So Yeah, that's yeah. right. And just devoting enough time for yeah. your practice. Yeah. It's important, yeah. isn't it? So, um, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> The dog she just had to. She's like, I just want one more little appearance in this podcast, please. Um, so, okay, back to us. Dog sorted. Um, just your last question, really, Donna. What is in the future for you? Do you think um, more painting? Obviously, I tend to get larger as time goes on. So my average canvas size has gone up. Probably two or three years ago would have been 1,200 by 600 and now my average size is 1,500 by 750 which is quite large and I've got a two metre by one metre on the go as well. So yeah, going big. Mm, exciting. <laughs> yeah, That's I love painting exciting. big. The trouble is they can't fit in my car anymore so transporting them yeah. at that size is a little tricky but mm. they're good fun. Mm, you yeah. can work your way around that I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that sounds very exciting. Well, it's been so nice to meet you, Donna. Oh, you too, Mandy. It's and been yeah, it's been fun. fun. We've, yeah. had, we've had quite a laugh and, um, yeah, I can imagine us actually having a glass of wine at some stage. I think we head. should. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me.